On the show today, we are talking Tulsa Shootout Day 1, Chili Bowl results, and what's next for Dirt Tracker. Let's go. Today is Thursday, December 30th, 2021. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Day one of the Tulsa shootout is in the books, and there were plenty of entertaining things that happened yesterday and plenty of topics to talk about from the day. All in all, they completed 118 heat races in a little over 13 hours yesterday with still a lot more to come today. Today's slate of races will include heats for stock non-wing and the junior sprints, and then we'll start into the alphabet soup for outlaw non-wing, A-class winged, and outlaw winged. Friday will include more soup and then qualifiers for all divisions. And then finally on Saturday, we'll have B-mains, last chance races, and then the finales for all divisions. Yesterday's racing included heat race wins for Kyle Busch and Ricky Thornton Jr. Big names like Christopher Bell and Tyler Courtney moving forward and plenty of crashes and flips through the day. According to Wikipedia, six drivers are on top are in the top 50 in points in three classes after Wednesday. They are Alex Bright, Ashton Torgerson, Michael Ficino, Tommy Koonsman, Colin White, and Jonathan Beeson. Plenty of other guys are in good positions as well, including Blake Hahn, Emerson Axum, and Kevin Thomas Jr. Big shout out to Chris Wilner, Clinton Boyles, and the Flow Racing guys on the show yesterday. It's a long day, and there are a ton of racers to know and be able to talk about. They did a great job, and I know that that will continue through the weekend. Hope you get a chance to tune into at least a little bit of the racing over the next few days. At the very least, jump in on Saturday night and watch the main events. The intensity just continues to ramp up the closer to the Golden Drillers we move. It's very much like Chili Bowl in that way. There's uh, bound to be plenty of drama coming up over the weekend as well. A quick side note, Christopher Bell had an awesome tweet yesterday. Somebody asked him about all of the left side side panels that have been kind of showing up on the micros and the midgets in recent years and why he doesn't run them anymore, and he had a great response. He said when he was a kid, he always liked watching the drivers, so he's decided to get rid of the left side panels so race fans can watch him work in his cars. I love that response. It shows incredible awareness from Bell about the fans and what makes the racing interesting to watch, and I'm glad that's why he did it. I also like watching the drivers work in the cars myself, and Bell is one of the best to watch in the car. Before we move on to other subjects, I did want to talk about Kyle Busch for a second. As I mentioned before, he's in the building this weekend competing in his first ever Tulsa shootout alongside his son Brexton. It was a big topic of conversation yesterday, especially with him grabbing that heat race win, just absolutely banging the boards, and then following that up with an F-bomb live on flow. He's having fun, he's tweeting, and I think that's nothing but good for the event. On social media yesterday, you saw the typical, I can't believe Kyle Busch is beating up on amateur racer stuff from a few folks. But remember here that nobody in that building feels that way. Watching guys cross over is really fun, and even with the success he had yesterday, Kyle's facing stiff competition. The drivers in the expo are excited to have Kyle competing against them, and they're going to make things difficult for him, especially as he advances towards Saturday. It's not different than what we've seen from Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, Alex Bowman, and all of the other guys that have dabbled elsewhere recently. This is not NFL players going up against high schoolers like some people want you to believe. It's just racers who want to race going racing. Good on Kyle for taking on an event like the shootout. 
Once we get past the weekend and the Tulsa shootout, the focus will shift to the Chili Bowl, and I've been working hard to get the analytics section tuned up for the event and all of the pool players. Last night, I finished up adding every Saturday to the database, so you can now find results and stats for all 35 Chili Bowl main events going back to Rich Vogler's win in 1987. There's a lot to clean up still, and I still need to add in a bunch of prelim results through the years, but there are thousands of new data points and stats to dive into. In total, I've got 74 Chili Bowl race days in the database, and we're approaching 2,000 individual driver pages for those that have competed through the years. Stats include all of the basics like wins, top fives, top tens, average finish, hard chargers. And then I've got more advanced analytics available like plus minus, the efficiencies, value finish, and more. We'll be talking a lot more about the Chili Bowl and the event over the next week leading into the first day of racing on January 10th. And we'll dive into the numbers and the pools as well. At this moment, the analytics section is now up to, uh, now has data and results for 966 races across the World of Outlaws, All-Stars, Lucas, Chili Bowl, and USAC. And a lot of the information in that section is available for free, but if you want more data and tools for breaking down the racing, sign up for Dirt Tracker Plus. $4.99 a month or $49.99 a year gets you access. Uh, it's basically if you sign up for a full year, you get two months free. If you want more information about Plus, check out the YouTube video I did where I went through the entire section. I'll link to that video in the description below on YouTube. You can also click Plus in the nav bar at dirttracker.com. This is my last show for the week. I'm going to take tomorrow off, and then that means, I guess, that this is also my last show for 2021. Come Monday, we'll be starting into year three of these videos and podcasts, and at this point, we've done 473 dailies and 55 conversations episodes. The Dirt Tracker project itself launched in September of 2019 with the website, and the growth just continues to blow me away. We're approaching a million plays and downloads of the shows. We cross over 4,000 YouTube subscribers. And over the last five months, we've been averaging 70,000 plays of the shows a month. That's just nuts. Visits and page views to the website were up nearly 90% in 2021. And I launched Dirt Tracker Plus this year, which, a bit to my surprise, has actually got paid members. It's wild to think that people want to pay for something I've built. And just for transparency, I'm still in the hole in terms of what I spend to make Dirt Tracker happen versus what it's actually generated in revenue, but things are starting to kind of turn around in the right direction. I've been able to support some photographers this year, I've upgraded the site and my recording equipment, and I've got plans for more coming up. I'm also working on some ways to support some racers in the future as well, as I want to help the community however I can. In the coming days and weeks, you'll probably notice changes to my videos, and some of those changes have actually happened already. I, ha uh, I got a new camera in recent weeks, so if you see that the videos are a little sharper, that's why. I'm also working on some upgra uh, upgraded graphics, I'm working on a new space to record, and I'm also going to keep working on improving the content. I'd like to get back into maybe some more predictions for 2022. I feel like we got away from that a little bit this year. Uh, and I'm thinking about maybe even keeping track of my record so we can laugh at how terrible I do at predicting race winners. I'm also going to keep uh, sprinkling in the interviews, the conversations episodes where I can, and like to experiment some more again with the live watch parties. I've got a lot of plans and ideas, and I'm going to keep my head down and pushing it forward in this next year. Appreciated all of the responses I got to my seven questions video last week, and I'm going to take your requests and suggestions to heart. As always, thanks for riding along. Streaming schedule today has two shows on it, both on Flow Racing. Day two of the Tulsa Shootout will be live starting at 9 a.m. Central Time, and actually we're past that at this point. Uh, and there is Flow Racing 24-7. The shootout continues through the weekend, 
And if you're looking for other action, check out Western Springs on Flow, Perth Motorplex on Dervision, and Outlaw Carts from Roseburg on Fast 4. To see the full daily streaming schedule anytime, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Hope you have a good Thursday and enjoy the New Year's weekend. Please be safe out there. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you on Monday for more Dirt Tracker Daily. 